Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. We have some guests today, okay, which is not normal for us. I had two guests on here before, and we are getting the exact same people just on here twice at the exact same time. We have my best friend, Abby, and her husband, Alex. Say hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so a little bit of background on the people sitting across from me right now, okay? Abby's my best friend since I was in sixth grade. Okay, so we've been friends for 15 years, almost 16 years, okay? Mm -hmm. You're probably sick of hearing me say that, okay? <laughs> if you watch any of my stuff. We've been friends forever. Alex is her husband. They've been together, I just asked her, just to verify, for 10 years-ish. So come up with 10. Yeah, so one, amazing people. Couldn't recommend better people to anybody, okay? But they're together, so that's great. Obviously worked out right, but... They just are the best in terms of career, in terms of relationships. They have a great relationship, genuinely. I can say from seeing it, like, on an outside perspective, a lot of people, you know, I mean, you might think that they have a good relationship, or but you see too much of it, or they actually have a lot of issues. They're not that way, and I can tell you that just because I know them better than, like, I feel like anyone else does. What you see is what you get with them, but, like, it's very genuine, and it's very pure, and it's very healthy. So I think it all comes down to a lot of different things and I'm going to give them the opportunity to speak and give their opinions on every single question. So a bunch of people wrote in, we're going to give relationship advice, couple advice, marriage advice, baby advice, career advice, whatever we come across. And each question we're going to ask, Alex is going to answer and Abby's going to answer to give everybody a female and a male perspective in a relationship that has been long lasting and very, very healthy. So not to say the relationship is perfect, but it's pretty close to it, I would say. It's healthy. All right, so Abby, give us a little intro about yourself. Just overall, a couple sentences about you and also a motto that you live by. Okay, couple sentences. My name is Abby. I'm a mom. Very proud of that. Two and a half year old little boy. He's very sweet and great. I'm married to Alex. He's on this podcast. Shout out to him. I love my friends. I love my family. I am... The director of inside sales for a marketing company. That's fun. I love all the people I work with. And the motto I live by is, if you are a good person, truly to your core, good things will happen for you. So just be a good person to the people around you. And Alex, same thing goes for you. Just give us a couple little intros so people can understand you, know you a little bit more, or feel like they do, and also a motto that you live by. Yeah. On the beats. Absolutely. Um, so similar to Abby, um, my name's Alex. Um, <laughs> I am obviously the dad to, to two and a half year old little boy, Bess. Um, literally the coolest dude on the planet, so love hanging out with him. Um, pretty chill guy in general. Just like to kind of hang out, watch sports, and uh, spend time with my family and friends. And um, I work in tech sales, and in terms of motto to live by, I would say um, try hard and care about the people around you, and things tend to work out. Totally. And you both live by your mottos. So, all right, guys, before we get started, let's do a little cheers. Okay, we're drinking some local bars. We've got some sour beers. Alex picked up the man. Also, if you can hear us, there's like, you, we're outside on their like porch area, so you can hear the outdoors. Okay, so just pretend And we have here. the fire going. We have the nice little fire going. Okay, behind us, imagine you're here with us, a little spooky fall night. Ooh. Okay? All right. So, before we get into the questions, Abby. What drew you to Alex? Like, how, what got you attracted to him initially? Like, right from the jump. Well, one, I was young. So, like, when you're younger, you just want somebody to be cute. <laughs> and he was cute. So, like, that's what attracted me to him. But he was just very low-key. And mm -hmm. I loved that. Big vibes for me. Totally. That's it? 
yeah. main thing. Just low-key vibes. And cute. And cute. Okay, cute. <laughs> Don't forget. He was also funny. He was a funny man. Yeah. Alex, what about you? Uh, definitely, like, Abby's humor. She's really funny. Um, I am. It's pretty recognizable mm-hmm. right, right off the get-go. And she said she was young, but she's, like, mature. Um, mm-hmm. She, like, always has been. Um, For sure. So, I would say that drew me to her. And cute don't forget that cute 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 and funny okay and then one of you or both of you can tell how you guys like met like how you know each other i guess i'll take this okay alex dated my friend's sister whenever we were in middle school and high school and so that's the first time i was ever around him but i was younger and the ages did not age so then we met again (laughs) when we were out of high school and in college at our friend's house. Shout out. Shout out Wyatt. Yep. Um, and it was a party and we were just hanging out and we got to know each other. I just moved back from Columbus. I had been working for uh, Verizon mm-hmm. and I was uh, living in a bunch of different states. I just moved back and the, one of the guys I was living with, shout out Marty, yep. um, moved back as well. And we were all from you know the same place and so we went to party at Wyatt's and yeah. We started talking, that's it. And I remember, and so there was something, because he worked at Verizon, you called him the Verizon guy because your phone yes. broke? Somebody's phone broke. Okay, someone's phone broke that we knew, and it connected the dots that way, right? Yes. Okay, which is... That's how I slid God in. I actually slid into like, his DMs. You were like stalking me. I wasn't stalking him. I was liking all of his social media posts, and yep. back then that was big totally. moves. <laughs> we will get into the questions. So the first question is... Who would like to go first? You guys can alternate or one of you can go first. I don't care. What okay. Do you want to do? Yeah. How to keep the spark in a relationship as you grow through life? Ooh. You can go first. You want to go first? Um, I think it's really easy in a relationship to probably like to get like complacent or to get like comfortable. Um, especially when you've like been with somebody, living with somebody for like a long time. You just kind of just like get used to like your kind of routines, I guess. But I think it's important to like still... I don't know, there's, like, the idea of, like, love languages. Abby mm-hmm. talks to me about this, right? But like, <laughs> totally. Uh, you know, like, Educate I, him, I right? like to give, like, uh, <laughs> I like, like, touch, right? I need, like, a hug, right? Totally. So, like, I try to give Abby, like, a hug or a couple of hugs, like, every day. Um, you know, try to do, like, little things. You know, kiss her goodnight, kiss totally. her, you know, in the, in the morning, whatever. Um, you know, just doing little things. I think it, it's really easy to just be like, ah, oh, like, whatever, like, we're here, like, we're together, like, that it is what it is. But, like, still got to, like, show affection. Totally. And, and show love, I think. Good answer. Mm-hmm. It was a great answer. Yeah, wow. For me, I would say being understanding of the person you're in a relationship with, there's a lot of pressure to keep the spark going and make it like this big thing. And like it can be that and it should be that. Mm-hmm. But also, you're both growing up and you're growing together in different stages of life. So just be understanding. Totally. That, and be excited for each other, even if it's small wins. Like that's a big thing. Yeah, I think be, be, be each other's like biggest fan. You know, they're like growing up and like you're. you're you know, changing in life in general, but, like, your career is changing, yeah. and, like, you're a parent all of a sudden and stuff like that, right? And, like, your yeah. bedtime changes. Yeah. Totally. Just, like, the way you look at life. Your interests, like, so just, like, like just being, little yeah. things you want to do. Right? Don't hate on somebody for growing just because it's different than what you're used to. You know what? Grow as you go. Grow as you go, baby. Okay? I feel like... Oh, God. I feel like what you said, I feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong because <laughs> you aren't doing the little things anymore. You think, oh, we've been together for, like however many years, you don't have to do that. Or some people think that is like, you're out. Like, oh, we're good. We're comfortable. When you get too comfortable, 
obviously you're going to be comfortable when you get too comfortable doing things that aren't like you're not even giving an effort yep. mm-hmm. how can you possibly expect it to last and like don't get me wrong like it takes like an effort it right? does like, for there's sure there's definitely times where like we do- we fall off on that for sure like we've talked about it yeah and you know like for sure it's important you know you just gotta make sure you're intentional about um you know your time and how you, how you are with each other i think so you would say you would think it's a huge red flag if someone's dating someone who is not a supporter and the things that they're passionate about or the things yes. that make them yes or like their successes whatever it may be i think so i think so too yeah I mean, that'd be tough for me i mean you know like i like i said like about being the biggest fan thing like mm-hmm. she's like the most supportive person in my life it'd be tough otherwise probably. for sure yeah i'm just i'm thinking from like a single perspective that's what I would think, but I wanted to get your opinion on that as well. Absolutely. That person should be just excited about the things that make you passionate as you are. You totally. Like more excited. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, you know, it's so great be like hype for to you. see somebody you love be passionate about something. You're seeing such a great side to them. Totally. If you can't acknowledge that, then there's something, there's a connection missing. Probably has to do with that person, I would say too. And if they can't be happy for you whenever you're happy, it's just never going to be good. Mm-mm. Ever. So, number two. What things do you personally like for reassurance in your relationship or what helps you feel most loved and appreciated? So also kind of love languages could be tied to this, what your love languages are as well. Yeah, I think that for me definitely um, acts of service is big for me. So just doing little things that maybe I would usually have to do, but you're doing it. He will do it because he's like, I know you're tired today, so I did this thing because you usually do it. I think that words of affirmation, like just saying, mm-hmm. like, I'm proud of you, I love you, totally. all of those, that means a lot to me. Those are probably my two biggest ones. Yeah, those are big ones for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of said it too in the last answer, but like, I don't know, sometimes I just need a good hug. That's real big for me. Good, Embrace. Good, good feeling for me, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Would you? So physical touch is your number one. For sure. If you were to pick a number two, um, so out of quality time, gifts. Acts of service service or words of affirmation. Like, is there one of those that you feel like you're drawn to more? You kind of feel yourself wanting? Um, Or enjoying more? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Words of affirmation. I don't know. Probably that, I guess. Like, yeah, Yeah. I think everybody likes to be complimented, right? For sure. You know, like, you know. Yeah. Told you're looking good one day or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's good. Guys don't really get that very often, so. Yep. That's fair. And I do want to take a second to talk about this because I feel like this happens a lot where you guys might not have the same love languages or Mm -hmm. there's things that are harder for you that you have to try to like help or like kind of fill that need in a way that doesn't come super naturally for you. Are you, do you, have you guys noticed that at all ever with yourselves? And also like, for instance, what I can, what I can guess, like just from saying like physical touch and also like maybe acts of service, you had to maybe work harder on certain things to affirm each other in those ways. I think yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I definitely sure. think for sure. Um, and I think it's just having communication with each other, totally. but also understanding acts of service is my love language, not his. So it's not like it needs to be his. Absolutely. It's just that he needs to understand how to show up for you show up for me in that way and same with the physical touch in some aspects like that like you don't have to go 100% that has to be it but like you need to show up for your partner and what they consider to make them feel loved for Uh, sure I'll I'll agree with that and I don't want to like completely like generalize right but like in general guys are dumb right and like (laughs) need you to like spell it out right like tell Mm -hmm. me like what you want and so like I think the communication piece is big because if I just you know I don't obviously you don't want like your partner to like tell you everything like hey do these things for me and i'll be happy right but like 
you know, give me some idea of like uh, this matters to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, but. It, it, you shouldn't have to tell them 52 times. For sure. One or yeah, twice. For sure. Once or twice. Have yeah. the conversation, yeah. but if they're not showing up for you in that way, yep. what are you doing? Like, yep. are you listening to me when yes. I'm talking to you or what? I can tell Alex once, and he's got it. Totally. Which, and that tells you one thing. He cares a lot. He's actively listening. You know what I mean? He cares. Yes. Yeah. I also think it's funny, too, because like, when you asked the question, I immediately thought, like, sometimes, like, Ab's just, like, not feeling it. And, <laughs> oh. and I have to be like, do you want a hug? And she's like, Mm-mm. No, I literally be like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, come here. Like, give me a hug. Everybody, but the hug always makes me feel better. 100%. Feels better. 100%. We'll be like having a conversation about dinner and I'll start crying. And he's like, oh, okay, what's up? What's like, going on? I'm like, oh, you really don't want hamburgers tonight. Okay. <laughs> You're uh, like, we're not. What do you want? That feels like a scene in the notebook. Just tell <laughs> what? me what you what, want. What do you, do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, where your significant other isn't showing up just have a conversation about it and have a conversation about what your love languages are and if they don't align there's no need to ridicule or make someone feel stupid no. because the love language isn't the same as yours and even if you think love languages are stupid I, I'm just speaking from my own personal experience with people that I've talked to before some people aren't going to get it the way they're going to think that it's stupid or something but it all comes down to this is just a way of communicating and a way of expressing yourself and a way of showing what matters to you Yeah. so if you can't show up in this way for me, it probably is telling me you don't care enough. If yeah. you're not even showing up a or little bit. I think the term like love languages is kind of like, I don't know, like whatever. But yeah. Like, you know, like what is, like. What it actually means. Totally. It's, it's, it's not black and white though. Totally. Yeah, yeah. For sure. What do you mean though? It's not like, though, like acts of service is my number one totally. and that's it and you have to like, it's not black and white. Like totally. I think there's I think pieces we have all of all of them. I think they're all important. I feel the same. Yeah, a lot of times people will be like, I am just this. And I'm like, I am all of these in different percentages. Yes. I feel like, like I get about And for different people more. in your life. I think you have love languages totally. in your friendships, in your family Absolutely. relationships. Number three, how do you personally handle arguments in your relationship? I think we've gotten <laughs> a lot better about this. Yeah. Uh, over time, for sure. But I think that... It was know, not great at the beginning. Yeah, like It was like yeah. the very typical, like, over yell at each other. Totally. Like, yell at each other. I'm right. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm right. It was like that and but like realistically that happens still sometimes i mean sometimes like, yeah it's not like we're like perfect right yeah. but i think a lot of it's just like communication you know like like yeah you just really gotta like talk to each other uh, i also think another part of it's like growing up like you get yeah. older and like you just kind of realize mm-hmm. like hey like some things are just not worth arguing this really over mm-hmm. like at all we needed to hear each other I am, I do not take criticism well mm-hmm. coming from <laughs> anyone, a friend, my husband. Totally. I have to do better at that. So sometimes it takes me a minute and sometimes I need a minute, but then I can usually come back with, you know, a more open mind. Totally. So I've been trying to work on that personally. Something that is a continual thing that I, I like work on, but something that Abby like really helped me like understand is the idea of like, just because like, you don't agree with what the other person's feeling doesn't mean that they don't have those feelings or that, like those feelings mm-hmm. like, aren't valid. Right? Totally. And you know that one of like my most common catchphrase on the planet is like I didn't do anything to you. Yeah. Like, I would say he used to like, say that to me all the time, and I'd say you might not have felt what you did warranted my reaction or mm-hmm. was meant to hurt my feelings, but regardless, it still hurt my feelings, and you have to acknowledge that. So that's yeah. been like something he's gotten great at. And so I think we've been doing a really good job at having confrontation. I love it. 
not having confrontation. Oh, yeah. Of having confrontation. I, mean, I guess you are confronting. No, but we are having the confrontation. We're just doing it. You're not avoiding well. it. Yeah, we're yeah, not that's avoiding true. it. Definitely avoid yeah. it. Well, yeah. so also just to go off of this, whenever you get upset, Abby, what is your is your first reaction? Like, are, are you one that wants to talk about it? Or you said you need kind of a second and then you'll be ready to talk about it most of the time? Is that I'll kind of- say, I'm just going to be honest. I don't need to act out. <laughs> I will say I don't want to talk about it and then I'll passive aggressively be around Alex until he starts speaking about it so he initiates talking about it and then I will have a whole conversation with him and that's not great I really no. just need to I mean one is I'm um, like thanks for being honest hey. I mean because I think most people can relate to that not everyone's like no one's perfect yeah in any type of relationship like that, that's pretty so it's... accurate eh yeah it's so annoying but like it's like <laughs> but like you also like know me too and like I can't stand when people are like upset and I can tell that they're upset and it's just like she'll just sit there and just like be around and like just clearly, be, be around she'll be, clearly she'll be, be she'll be around and be like listen yeah like just clearly but um yeah I don't even know what the question was but yeah well so for you Alex whenever let's say if you're mad like is your first instinct to be quiet about it or would you want to talk about it sooner because I know a lot time a lot of times in relationships you guys can't or a lot of people can't meet on the same one so mm-hmm. one person wants to talk and one person doesn't want to yeah, talk I'm right away yeah like, just gonna be like quiet about it yeah and just try to like you know, if I just like a couple hours go by, like sometimes, most of the time I'm just like, I don't, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't really care. Like, it doesn't really matter. But sometimes yeah. if I'm like mad, then I would be quiet about it. And then I'll kind of do like the passive aggressive thing that Abby's talking about mm-hmm. and just kind of like. Yeah. Which is funny because you guys annoyed, will do the same thing. But, yeah, like, literally. Imagine <laughs> having an argument with us literally. when we're doing the same shit no, to each other. Literally, you're doing the same thing. That's hilarious. Guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm absolutely obsessed with meditating. And I know there's so many different ways of going about meditating these days. There's different apps. There's so many different things. And it can seem super freaking overwhelming, honestly. And for me, I'm going to tell you, I've tried tons of different apps. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried ones on YouTube. It can be really hard to sit still. So if you're not somebody who likes just seated meditations or whatever it may be, or maybe you're just new to meditating, I have the perfect freaking thing for you. And I'm so excited to have a little offer to give you guys. I'm obsessed with Superhuman. That is the app that I choose to use for my meditating these days because I find that it's the best. It gives me the most versatile situation. So I'm able to use it not only sitting down, but if I don't have time to sit down, I can also do walking meditations. I can do running errands meditations, up the wall meditations. You can have your legs just up stretching. There's stretching meditations. There's a lot of pep talks on there for every certain situation. I'm all into all those things. There's also a cleaning meditation as well, travel meditations. I'm obsessed. They even have ones to listen to before you go on a first date or after like a family dinner if it went bad. Like they have everything you could possibly need. So I'm so excited to give you guys this offer. So I reached out to Superhuman because I really wanted to work with them and they are letting me offer you guys a 100% off a one month trial also plus the two week free trial period. So by trying and signing up with my code, you get a six weeks free membership through them. So you're able, it gives you plenty of time to try it. If it's not something that you like, you can just cancel it. Simple as that. But I love how much time they're giving you guys to kind of try it out because I know for a fact that you're probably going to fall in love with it. And if you stick with it and stay consistent, I promise you like even just a couple days a week and notice what it will do to your mental health. You will have a much more calm brain. You're going to feel way more connected to yourself. And it allows you to set intentions throughout your day that genuinely have changed my life, especially going to work at a job that isn't necessarily what I want to be doing with my life these days. It helps me to have a good mindset to go into whatever day, no matter what I'm doing. It helps me to stay focused, present, and just living in the moment, which I love. 
But so, like I said, it gives you six weeks to figure out if it is something that you want to stick with or not, and you will not get charged until after the six weeks is up. So let's say you started it and you want to cancel it literally the next day. You can cancel it the next day and you still will have six weeks to use it. And if it is something you decide that you want to do again, you could always, you know what I mean, go back to it. But this way you have plenty of time to figure out if it's something that you want to do or not. The sign up with my code only works if you go through the website though. So I will have that linked below. You can't go through the app store or Google play or anything like that. In order to get this deal, you need to go to www.superhuman.app slash register, sign up with my code Michaela. That is M I C H A E L A. And I will have all that listed below, but please give it a try. I swear to God, you guys will love it so much. And I can tell you it has hundred percent changed my life for the better. And it's something that I incorporate in my every single day life where meditating always was something that was super hard for me to find time to do. Go and try superhuman and become literally a superhuman. I swear to God, I am a superhuman now because of this app. Yeah, I definitely would do that. Just like be annoyed and make it apparent that I'm annoyed. But like, no, I'm fine. Uh, everything's hey. fine. What? What do you mean? Hey. A little ASMR. <laughs> okay. Did we cheers? Cheers. Cheers. Did we? I don't know if we did. I think we might have on I, the first take that cheers. didn't record. Yeah, we, we did. We went through a first round, guys, and I was like, oh no. Only for our first like two minutes. It was, but I was going off about the dolphins. You were going off about I was excited Fins about up. it. Yeah, yeah dolphins up. fans. Fins up. Maybe we'll get there again. Yeah. But so cheers to long lasting, true, authentic friendship. Yep. yep. Okay, Absolutely. that's what I that's what I have to talk about. Yep. Question number four. How did you know we'll go to Alex first. Oh. How did you know that Abby was the one and how long did it take you to figure that out? Um, I don't necessarily know like an exact like length of time. Um I just you know, again, we've talked a little bit about like Abby's younger than me. She's like what, four years younger than me, right? Roughly five. speaking. Four and a half ish. Depending on what time of the year it is, yeah. four years, five years. She was just always really mature. I kind of mentioned that from the beginning, but, mm-hmm. like, she was young in age and, like, allowed me to, like, still, like, kind of do, like, the whole, like, party, have fun, like, get after it kind of thing, right? Just, in, totally. you know, just be wild. But also was, like, really mature in a sense of, like, wanting to have, like, a like, like an adult relationship and, like, uh, talk about, like, adult things, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it was pretty, pretty apparent, like, really early that, like, she wanted to be a mom. I just always really felt like she was just going to be, like, a really good mom for my kids, mm-hmm. right? And, like, that's what you want, right? mm-hmm. um, So I think that was, like, kind of what it was in terms of, like, how long it took. Like, I don't know. When did we go to that first Duke game? You knew we the were, Duke game? The very first one? Well, no, I'm um, just saying, I'm just trying to think. We about were together, time. like, four months at that point, officially dating. Yeah, and then we went to Disney the first time. What yeah, like a month later. Yeah, so probably like six months. Cute. Six, seven months. Like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say like I was like, oh my God, like we're going to get married and you know, we're going to have yeah. this like life together. Yeah. But like I was in for sure. Totally. Well, so the reason I ask, obviously, Abby, I'm going to get your answer as well, but I ask because I, there's so many people that say like when you know, you know. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I don't think that it was like, I can't necessarily tell you like, hey, on this date at this time, like, hey, I knew, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you know, you know. I think like, when you know that you want to spend an extended period of time with someone you know, but I don't necessarily know if I feel like that's your soulmate for the rest of your life, only person, like, totally. that kind of, like, flip of a switch No. Yeah. But, like, I knew that I 
Alex is like, excuse me. I'm I think that there's two different times, honestly. Like, right? I think there's like that time where like, hey, like, yeah, like I know I want to be around this person. Yeah, that's oh, true. But then two. I remember like before I decided I was gonna propose, like, yeah, it happened and like I just knew. Yeah, yeah like, that's true. Like, there I'm, is two different. Like, yeah, it. that's fair. Absolutely. For me, I knew that I loved Alex and like that that is somebody I would want to spend my life with. Whenever I just saw him around my family, I'm a big family person. Mm-hmm. Like my family is everything top priority to me, and he fit in with my family. He made an effort with my family, including my baby niece, who is my life. Um, I have two of them. They're both. Yeah, she was born. I was there. Uh, yeah, you were. We so cute in the hospital. He held her. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was very important to me, and that I think is when I was like this is somebody that I can have a family with because I could personally not be with somebody that didn't value family. Absolutely. And so I was like, I really love this person and I hope he doesn't break up with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. but quick, quick aside though too because like you can, you definitely can relate to this yep. Michaela. Abby has like the coolest parents. Like, oh, for sure. Planet, so 100%. Like, right? uh, you know, shout out, <laughs> shout out Big Craig. Mickey uh, and Craig. And you know, Mick as well, right? So like it's, it's very, very easy to, uh, and, and Megan as well. As all, you know, I don't want to like leave her out by any means, right? Like, uh, it's it's just it's really easy to get along with Abby's family. Absolutely, right? it's like you you're like once you like it, it really is. It's like you once you're in, you're in with them. And they're like just so, yeah, you like, are, once you're in, you're so open and accepting, right? Too absolutely, right? Like, you're the best. You know, um, it's just like bringing in and like it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Her dad's awesome. I talk to her dad all the time. Yep, like he's like one of my boys. Michaela lived with me. Mm-hmm. I did. For like a couple months in high school yeah. with my parents. She totally. moved in. I did. I So basically since then, I think that was kind of, me and Abby hung out a ton whenever we were younger. And then that happened. And then I was just pretty much in. Like, yeah. there was no like if, ands, or buts. When's and like, the last to this time you missed a Christmas with my family? Um, Outside of COVID. I was going to say, um, last what? year I was there, but the year before that I missed. But other than that, never. Even if I was in a relationship, I would literally go to their Christmas or, like, do my own thing and then come to yours. Like, yeah. yours was priority. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You were part of the family. You're yeah. in the cousin Secret Santa. I am in the club. You're on my grandmother's refrigerator. I'm on, the, I'm on Grandma, Grandma Fran. Yeah. I'm on Grandma Fran's fridge, okay? I just... It's just one of those things, guys. Okay, like, they they treat me like I am one of their own on Christmas, and it's, like, the most special thing in the world to me. So. I don't even know if I'm on Grandma Fran's fridge. <laughs> I love them I so much. I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't like, know I, genuinely, if you're wondering who my parents are, um, the Dutros. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> my, I always joke around about this, obviously, love, love my dad, love my parents, sure, but, but <laughs> Abby's family is it for me and I always joke around about the fact that my initials they are MRD okay so it's deal but it also could be Dutro it could be okay lol at that but so you would also agree when you know you know because you know what I'm saying though I just want to really get that across because from someone who's single mm-hmm. and I'm not at that place in my life there's a lot of different perspectives out there they're like when you know you know and it's like Whenever you're, whenever you were dating Alex, like, did you know pretty quickly, like, that you wanted to keep hanging out with him, or like, how far in did you know? So it's fair. There's multiple you know I mean? versions. I think Alex's call out was good. Like, I would say probably immediately I knew, like, I would want to date this guy. Like, Got I would it. like to date him and be in a relationship with him. But I wouldn't say at that point I was like, I'm going to marry him and have kids with him. Absolutely. I think that that was another when you know, you know. Absolutely. Moment, but... Like, but you knew dating, and then you. Uh, you know in your gut if you're interested in someone or not. 100%. It's like that same thing when you know, like, I don't want to not live the rest of my life with this person. Got it. 
Yeah, I think that, like, you come to, like, a realization of, like, hey, this relationship's, like, not like the other relationships that I've had. Yeah. You know? Totally. There's, there's, maybe even if you can't pinpoint, like, what it is, there's, like, something different that's better. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and you can just tell. I just wanted to take a moment to clarify that, okay, for all the single people out there, because I know for me that's something where I'm like, is this true? Because I hear this all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you know? All right, number five, favorite thing about your husband, Abby? Wow, that's so tough. <laughs> I love so many things about you, babe. Oh, my face, <laughs> Your red hair. Yeah. That he's a ginger? Yes. Um, my favorite thing about <laughs> Alex is... There's so many things I just... It's... I'm going to go with his hardworking. Like, he's hardworking. He's determined. Totally. He's... Just like he shows up for everyone in his life all the time. He's that is here. my favorite thing about Alex. <laughs> that is just like so inspiring and it makes me feel so safe for me and my son and just in life and just it's Absolutely. a good feeling. So thank you. Thanks a lot. What about you, Alex? Um, favorite thing about Abby? She just has like the biggest heart of like anybody I've ever met. Um, she's just super generous with, with her time, with her... Her, her mind and her brain and, and how she helps you know her friends or people mm-hmm. people she works with I or whatever um, she's generous with the money that she works hard to make and, and that you know she she just she's just really kind and generous person and it's just fucking awesome to be mm-hmm. around realistically I agree thank you I feel like you need to talk a little louder though Oh my god. And she's a savage. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I do love you. <laughs> no but So this is me listening back to this right now and I just had to give a little intro to what we were going to talk about next because I don't know what happened to us talking about it beforehand. But Abby and Alex, while we had to like shut the microphone off for a second, they were like, who has the most listened to episode? Because they're both on the podcast. Abby and Alex both as my guests before. So that is the preface before what we go into the next conversation so you know what we're talking about. All right, so let's take bets. First of all, what are we betting on? Who do you think has the most? I think... I think Abby says more. I think Alex is actually has more based off of something you previously said. How much, like, what are you betting on that? I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, like if whoever, loser has to, <laughs> loser has to do something. Go give me another beer. Yeah, loser has to get the, whoever, whoever the I winner is, loser's beer, getting so a beer. Yeah. Um, let's just have a moment for the fact that we have 20,000, 20,000 20, downloads on Grow As You Go podcast. Love that. Okay. Love. Okay. So let me show you. Let's see. We're getting to the nitty gritty here. All right. Alex won. He has 363 and Abby has 304 oh. on hers. Okay. So you're very close, but Alex won that one. But wait, yeah. I guessed Alex. Which you did. Means Alex lost the bet. But very so loser, whoever, you have to get Alex a beer. No. No, she bet. Yeah, I, I picked him. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just going to say though really quick that. I would, I would say, like, very close is, like, within, like, a couple of each other. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's, that's very close. close. He's like, that's not actually that close. I mean, it's within the three. Alex, I've been thinking. I mean, I'm basically famous. Alex, I've been thinking that maybe, oh. Alex. This yeah. is not Alex's first or second I know. Podcast. This is his, like, fourth at this point. You have done a few. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, listen. He's like, I'm <laughs> used to this. Well, so, I was thinking... Maybe, like, this needs to be your podcast, like, bi-weekly, okay? I give, I pass the mic to you, and you're just on here spitting. Freaky, freaky. 
Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to do that. I'm just but... kidding. I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally messing with you. Okay. He says Are you guys getting beers? Alex has to get me a beer. All right, Alex. Yeah, I'll get you one. Put some pep in your step, bro. Do you want one? Yeah, I'll take one. All right. Please. Thank yep. you. I think we're out of sours. Just like when it first it comes to mind, like one of your favorites. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. I love that. For some reason, I was just thinking about Mary Poppins. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mary Poppins and not the new one, the old school one. Yeah, I mean the old school one's definitely better than the new one, but I can't say that if you told me favorite movie, Mary Poppins was coming to my mind. No, well, I'm a big Lion King fan. Hundred percent. I would say Mary Poppins is one of my favorites. Also, Breakfast Club is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. There's a lot. There's there's ones I've thought about recently. Okay, um, John Tucker Must Die. Love That's a that good movie. one. I'm going to take it a little bit what? off from that, but Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor? <laughs> such a good movie. Are you kidding me? A it's historic so... film? No. Ben Affleck? <laughs> Michaela. <laughs> I thought you were telling me it was like some, some documentary about Pearl Harbor. <laughs> like, what are you talking Have about? Have you ever seen it? Too much. Ben Affleck? <laughs> no. Josh Hartnett? It's, <laughs> it's, like, man, it's such a good movie. Also Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I love the point in Dynamite. That Dumbass wouldn't even be movies. In the top 1,000 movies. No, but it's so funny. No. Bring my chapstick. That's the worst No, Napoleon. But my lips hurt real bad. My lips hurt real bad. Gosh. I did that dance, remember? I did the Napoleon Dynamite dance at an assembly at school. Happy in high school. Hands Club or something like da, that? Da, 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 da. No. Da, da, <laughs> Not that one. No, the one where he has the shirt. Dance. We'll do the dance, yeah. Get yeah. me in my ear tonight, baby. All right, Alex, before we get into everything else, just tell us <laughs> tell us your favorite movie, like or one of your top favorite movies. This is going to take 10 years. Just, just my favorite movie. Just to come up with, give, give us two or three, top of mind. Spit it out. I love movies. Pineapple Express. Amazing. Yep. Um, Saving Private Ryan. That's, I was thinking also about that one. Movie. That is a devastating, but great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's... I might have watched that. I don't know. It's a prison movie. movie. It's awesome. I don't know. Morgan Freeman, movie. I think. <laughs> about, about hope, about life. No. It's about hope. Yeah. No, I haven't watched that. Hey, movie. what about... Never mind. What? Say it. 13 Teen. 13 Teen? Yeah, 13 Teen's one of my favorite movies. Um, Cadet Kelly. I used to love Cadet Kelly. <laughs> Brink? If we're going back to Disney. Oh, Brink. Brink. No, Smart House. Smart, Smart House, House. kind of gave me PTSD. That kind of freaked me out of it. I loved that. Okay, Karen, or whoever her name was, Susan. Susan was her name. The woman who was in charge of the house, she was scary as shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, the she robot chick. But it was, or, until it was scary, it was really good. It was. Fair. I mean, she was making them smoothies until she started malfunctioning and falling in love with her dad. Yeah, okay, that was weird for a Disney, <laughs> for a Disney movie. movie. What about Metacross? Motocross was good. It was fine. What about the one where the guy turns into a mermaid? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I forget what that's called. It's something uh, about being a teenager, too, I think. Isn't he the same guy? The same same guy, the yes. And the same guy was in Smart House. Yeah. Hey, but realistically... Yeah. Been, they were cycling through those <laughs> Disney actors. The better question, though, actually, is, like, best Disney animated movie. Okay. The Lion King. <sighs> Toy Story. The Incredibles, for sure. Oh, Incredibles? That's Pixar. I'm going to be honest. My, my, it's, okay, it's on Disney+. Plus. My, my two favorite animated movies are Monsters, Inc., 
or Finding Nemo or Finding Dory every single time. I love it. I have such a thing for Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. I love it. I don't know about it. I think Finding Dory is better than Finding Nemo. I'm going to be honest. I also agree with you. Yeah. Okay, those freaking whales, hilarious. Yep, awesome. Like, it's just so funny. Electric. It's so good. All right, next question. How to keep the relationship and work separate? Sheesh. Sheesh. That's really hard. Alex and I are definitely not doing great at that, maybe, or could do better at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we both work in very relatable fields and have the same stresses, so it's easy to speak to each other about it because we each understand it at a deeper level, but it can definitely consume your after-work time, so totally. we definitely should be better about that. Yeah, it's definitely really hard. I mean, we already both work a lot. Um both very committed to our jobs mm-hmm. and to our careers in general and it's to Abby's point it's like the easiest thing in the world to like get done with work and then just want to like unfortunately like talk about work for like mm-hmm. the rest of the day right and like Absolutely. you kind of have to have like a mentality of like you know leave your bag at the door right like yep. you know figuratively right and like set it there and say like hey I'm done absolutely with that and like I'm going to focus on like being a dad or mm-hmm. being a mom and, like, you have to put your role like different hats on yeah, for different times yeah. We mm-hmm. both also work from home, so that's tough. It's not like you have a car drive Absolutely. to let it go. Like you just you... like walk downstairs and you just look at each other, and it's like there's no boundary, there's no like stopping point. No, yeah, I... that used to be like really big for me. Like a, previously at work, like I would always have like a. When we were living in Austin, and it was like yeah, you know, like a forty minute drive basically with like traffic yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you kind to of get to like decompress and like not have to talk to anybody, and like you could just like sit in silence if you want to, or like listen mm-hmm. to you know, whatever. Right, and that part is definitely different. Like you know, we're both working from home now, but um, yeah, I think we do a good job of like keeping our spaces separate and mm-hmm. like kind of like I want to say like avoiding each other in like a negative sense, but like avoiding each other throughout the day. You totally. know? Yeah. And, and like yeah, you know, his office is downstairs, mine's upstairs. Yep. We did which that is nice. I like that. I like that you did that. Yeah, for sure. It gives you space, but I feel like it would be easy, which is kind of something that's normal, anyways. Like when you would get home you would vent about your day or maybe yeah. like talk yeah. about your day it's probably just way quicker to be like oh uh, so i easy, just right? got I mean, like, like this walk happened. out of my office and be in the kitchen in like 14 seconds you know last yeah. like right like five seconds totally right? sometimes you just have to be honest and say i am not in the space to yeah. talk about work with you right now and alex does that sometimes and i do that sometimes where yeah. it's like hey listen totally i understand you want to talk about it and like i'm here to listen but like i just don't have the capacity I had a long day at work mm-hmm. to talk about work with you. Yep. And, like, that's just fair. And you have to understand sure. that. And this kind yeah, of gives yeah. me something broader in general. But, like, so many people think, like, relationships are, like, 50-50, right? But, like, relationships are not, right? Like, it, sometimes, some days they're 50-50, but sometimes it's 80-20. And mm-hmm. Ev's got the 80 and I've got the 20 or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, sometimes, like, neither of you have that much, right? Totally. But, like, you know, like, you just have to be able to communicate and, like, understand where where each person's at in terms of, like, their mental uh, capacity capacity at that time, right? Maybe they just need a break. Right? Yeah, yeah. And when you say eighty twenty, do you mean like who has to show up for who yes. in the relationship? Yes. More like some days. Yeah, it's general, kind of like right? I agree. And like especially being parents now too. Like sometimes like hey like one of us just doesn't have it right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like it, you know, I totally to say agree. That, but like sometimes you just like yeah, I just need like a minute, like ten minutes, please. And yeah, like, I promise I'll be like back and I'll be good mm-hmm. but like, just give me a second yeah but that's mm-hmm. fair I think that one you being able to communicate it is like the biggest thing because if you don't communicate it then it leaves Abby to be like what the heck yeah I think it it's just it just fills in that blank you know yeah, what I mean for anyone is actually just like the, the, the important part right we 
talked about that a ton throughout this, but like totally, that really is it is the biggest so thing. Yeah. That is huge. I feel like yeah. that also goes for friendship, where it goes for any relationship. It's never going to be completely you're matching each other's energy, and we've talked about this before even where sometimes you need me more than I need you. Sometimes I need you more than you need me. There's seasons of life where it's going to be that maybe yeah. consistently. And if you're friends and you care about each other, you can talk about those things. You and can it's talk not going to be a big can, thing. Yeah, and you're not like penalizing the no. other person for it. It shouldn't be because I think any pure friendship, one, both people will be showing up with enough effort to keep it going. And that comes for romantic, any type of relationship. And if you just, like, are at the point where you're like, hey, like, I'm not in a space to, like, show up for you right now, just and I'm that. really sorry, just say that. Because, like, if that person's really your friend, they're totally. going to understand that. Now, that's not an excuse. You can't use that constantly. I'm not totally. saying that in a negative way, but Absolutely. you still need to show up for your friends. But just communicate where you're at to your friends because they could take it personal. Like, you could take me not talking to you as... I'm not being a good friend or I'm not putting in the effort. But what totally. you don't know is that I'm struggling to even show up for myself. Exactly. So I want to show up for you, but I'm yeah. just not there to show up for you. So you should communicate that to your friends or else Absolutely. I think that you could cause issues in a friendship that don't need to happen. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. I think it's very easily resolved with the conversation. And there's definitely been times where I've been in that position where I'm like, I don't have a, like, but it's like, I'll realize also myself and be like, okay, I need to reach out. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think like, as long as you have that, given pool where you're able to also check in. I think that's also really important to keep it going. Oh, God. Oh, it started spilling everywhere. <laughs> it's really good. What kind of beer is this? Mango and tangerine? Ooh. It's a sour. Yeah. I didn't know you got another sour. You're not going to like it. Well, I don't even know that. Oh, I'm a fan. Oh. This is really good. Not I'm enough too much sour ale. Mango yep. and tangerine. Dirty bowl. Hey. <laughs> Together, 10 years, married four, go to open his beers. <laughs> Literally. Ooh. Soon he'll be wiping his butt. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm Next question. How do you personally balance marriage, work, child, and mental health? I think those are all good questions. I think that you could also put in there, like, friendship. How do you manage totally. being... Not just one of those things, but being all of those things and also making sure that you're in a good space mentally. And mm-hmm. what I think is tough. Like, yeah. being a mom is obviously so important. Being a co-worker or a boss at work is important. Being a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend, and also just being myself. Yeah. I think that for me personally, I prioritized making sure that I still had all of those different versions of me, even outside of when I had... Grayson because I think being a mom it can be you know you feel very guilty to have those different versions of you because those versions are not the mom version Mm -hmm. but I think those versions are still important so I think it's important to prioritize the things in life that make you happy so those are your friends or your family or work that makes you feel fulfilled or whatever the case is Mm -hmm. and I also think you know for your mental health you need to be open and honest that you can't have every single one of those cups full of at the same time and that's okay and you shouldn't strive for that like certain like you said seasons yeah certain versions of you or certain people in your life are going to need more of you than others do at different times and i think that you need to not be so hard on yourself to show up all the time for everyone and just do your best and the people that love you will recognize that for sure that was a long-winded answer no that's i mean the biggest thing i would take from it honestly is like it's it's hard like yeah. it's not like easy like it it's definitely hard and like 
I don't care who you are, like everybody has to struggle with it at some point or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's it's just isn't easy. But um, I, you know, I think imagine. that for myself, I think that it's like I just need my own space and my own time, right? And whether that's like getting up early in the morning before Abby gets up and before Grayson gets up, and I can kind of just be with myself, or if it's staying up after everybody goes to bed, like I just think that it's important to have for me at least to like have my own time to just be with my own thoughts and like you know do my own thing like I I don't know I I do a weird thing where like every day like I like replay like my day and I think about the things that happened in my day and I kind of like categorize everything and I think about the priorities I have and like the things I need to take and like I need that time if I don't have that I get like really anxious and just Mm -hmm. feel I think that's awesome just like ugh right so yeah um yeah, I just think that, it, like, you know, it is it is really hard, and there's days that it kind of just, like, feels like everything's, like, not great, but you just gotta, for me, it's it, it's about having having some, some of your own space. Totally. Like, Abby talked about being able to still be her own person, like, outside of being a mom and stuff, mm-hmm. like, you still gotta be able to be you outside of being a husband, or a friend, or a brother, or, a, you know, boss, or mm-hmm. a coworker, or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I agree with both of you. Because I think both of those go hand in hand where, and I know Abby's the same way, I'm the same way, alone time is everything. Because that is the time that you spend with yourself. So like, and everyone's different. Some people can spend time with a ton of people and never get sick of it. But like, I don't know how. I feel like some people, they probably still need that rejuvenation, like time alone. I just think that they can have shorter spurts of it and it it does what it needs to. But for me, I need. A lot of times it'll like fill people up to be with tons of people for long periods of time where for me, it does drain me after a while where I'm just like, I need a second just to like chill and not that you don't love it. You know what I mean? Still, everything is amazing to have those moments, but it's like sitting there by yourself and being able to ask yourself like how you're doing. Like you said, reflecting back on your day. I think that's so important and I love that. Like to be like, what happened that was good today? What, What did I do I didn't like? Or, like, whatever. I think that is so important, and I think that everyone is or should be even trying to implement that in their life because it just makes you so much more cautious and aware of what's going on in your life. Because if you're not taking that time, there's so many things that are just passing you by, and you're not even, like, taking You can be, like, robotic. Like, you're just going through the motions, and you're not even thinking about... You're living, but you're not living. Yes. You know what I mean? You're not being intentional with your actions. It's just important, too. Like, it's important to do that, and, you know, it's always been something that's been really helpful for me to kind of just, like separate everything my brain oftentimes feels like it's just like a pinball machine like, mm-hmm. like all over the place Thank and i you. have to take this time to like organize separate. your thoughts yeah and like organize everything but also too like think about the things that happened you know and like hey some things were great and some things were like we're not right and mm-hmm. like you always think about the things that like weren't great or the things that like were embarrassing or mm-hmm. you know whatever uh each day but like okay think about that and that's fine and like have that time to reflect but then like okay like cool. Move on like, from it. Doesn't it. matter. Like, I agree. Literally, like tomorrow's a new day. It doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. ready to rock. You know, like hundred percent. Can't like can't be thinking about like that over. Stuff you can't time. replay that stuff. Yeah. I agree. And I think a lot of times whenever it's easier to see the negatives than it is the positives, unless you're taking a time to really take a look at the positives. And I think that we should. Yeah, because I, I know for me that's something that I'll notice. Where I'm absolutely, like, and there's like and there's positives all the time, right? Even totally. like you know, things can not be going well at all. But like there can still be positives, right? Uh, like, there's always positives. positives. You just have to look yep. like the littlest of things. But yep. even even all the things that maybe you're like, oh, I wish I was here or whatever. It's like, but look at everything. You're, you know what I mean? There's like always something to be happy about. Yeah, and I just think that I, I, everybody wishes they were somewhere. Yeah, right? like you know, even like the people you know, 
most successful people in the world, right? Like they're still, you know, mm-hmm. if you think about it from a career perspective, whatever, they're all still like working, they're all still Absolutely. like doing their thing, they're all still trying to do new things because like everybody just wants something else, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's it's natural, totally. And then the other thing I wanted to say about what you said was that you need to make sure that you keep your rules with each thing. It is so important because even if, if you're having too much alone time, not good. Yeah. If you're not having friend time or you're not having family time or you're not, you everyone needs everything for sure. Mm-hmm. And if, and as someone who I can say lives alone and has had a lot of alone time, you realize one, how important that is, but also how important spending time with people is. It's easier to alienate yourself whenever you cross the line of having too much alone time. Totally. So I think that's why I think it's so important just to like, everyone needs every little thing because every single rule of yourself plays such a part in who you are, I think. So you can like lose a part of yourself if you're not with doing those things. If you're not working that muscle. Have you always been good with your finances? And what advice would you give to someone who is trying to become financially successful? Interesting. Um... (laughs) I have personally not always been good with my finances. I think that I definitely went from a point where I didn't pay attention to them because I was young and wasn't like necessarily always taught mm-hmm. how to or felt like I needed to. Um, and then, to be honest, I was 21 and moved to Austin, Texas. And maybe 22. I don't remember. And... Alex and I were living out there, and I was like, you need to pay attention, you need to look at stuff, you need to, like, acknowledge, like, the situation that you're in versus the situation you want to be in. Totally. I think that to somebody that's trying to become financially stable, you need to acknowledge, again, up front, the situation that you're currently in, and, like, sometimes that can be scary to say that, or it can be embarrassing, or it can be frustrating but like acknowledge it own that that's the situation you're in and then set an actual game plan to get to the situation that you want to be in and actually follow through the worst thing you can do for yourself the worst thing anyone can do for you is more just what you do yourself which is sabotage yourself and Mm -hmm. be the only reason you can't hit the goals you want to hit Mm -hmm. financially Mm -hmm. absolutely that's my bad what about you alex um i would say that i think i was always been like relatively financially like smart sound um I don't know, my parents made me get a job when I was, like, 12, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, 13, like, mm-hmm. as early as I possibly could, right? Totally. Um, and, you know, I started paying for my own things, like, at a very, like, early age. And at the time, it was like, this is annoying. Like, why do I have to go to work? All my friends are, like, doing whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, honestly really helpful because, you know, it, it taught me, like, the value of it, I think. And how much time goes into, like, making, like, such as like mm-hmm. small amounts of money at times mm-hmm. right and it's like fuck i'm just gonna yeah. spend this on like this i don't need um but like i mean at the same time too like i've been broke before i've been like full full on broke like no money to pay my bills getting shit turned off mm-hmm. right like you know uh you know yeah there's gonna be times where you have money there's gonna be times where you don't mm-hmm. you know but to abby's point like you gotta put a plan in place you gotta like know what you want that has to be, like, your North Star, like, your guiding light, right, of, like, this is, like, where I want to be. It goes back to, like, if if he wants to, he will, like, make a plan and do it. And if, like, you don't, then, like, it's kind of on you. It might seem really scary 
Yeah. But like, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. It's also, like looking, looking at stuff face, right in the face. Right in the face. By you not looking at it, it's so much scarier because then you're living in like, oh my God, like I can't, I wonder what this is. Yep. You know what I mean? Be, and you're only adding to the fire. It can that, be easy to like bury your head in the sand because it's a scary situation, but also know what you're working towards. Like define what wealth is to you. Wealth can be very different to totally. many people. Like. A, a money amount to you that's wealth is different from somebody else and some people's wealth is just like being able to be with your family or your friends or travel that could be your wealth or whatever sure. funds what you feel like is wealth work towards that but don't just be like I want to be financially stable what does that mean for exactly. you like, mm-hmm. define really it and then you it. know what you're working towards don't mm-hmm. just like totally. I want to be rich like what's that oh 100% and even I feel like that goes down to everything like all the goals you have, what do they mean to you and where do you want to go with them? Because if you actually don't know and you're not taking the time to be like, wait, this is actually, like, where do you see yourself in five years? And if you don't know, think about it and try new things. And it's so individual. Everyone's different. Totally. Well, so you said for them to, like, work on it, do you have any, like, strategies or tips for someone if, like, they're in a place where maybe they're not in a great headspace or a great place with their finances? They they have a lot of debt. They want to, maybe they are broke. Things are getting shut off. What are the first, like, two things that you'd recommend them to do? Like, do you have any like anything specific that you would do or like even just checking your bank account like any I like for me I feel like I'm speaking just out of my opinion and not necessarily my experiences so I want to be upfront about that but my thoughts would be one like you need to write down everything that goes in and everything that goes out you need to look at it every day like when you become accustomed to understanding actually what goes in and what goes out I just think that's the whole, like, looking it in the face, like, just understanding it piece. And I think that you need to be realistic with yourself. Like, if you have to do something that you didn't want to do, but that means that you can put yourself in a better better financial situation, you should strongly consider it. Mm-hmm. Like, some people could move back in with their parents. I know that's not everyone's favorite thing, but if that's something that would actually make a difference to your long-term totally. goals, just do it for a little bit. Yeah. Work hard and get out of it. For sure. I yeah, think that's just make like a the small sacrifices. Example, make yeah. the sacrifices that you need, even if they aren't pretty or something that you yeah. actually. I literally did that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I did. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like... How old were you, if you don't mind me asking, when you had to move back in, just so people um, can understand? Probably like 25, 24, okay. 25, somewhere yeah. there. Yeah. I've been living on my own for like yep. a year and a half or like two years at gotcha. that point. Um, yeah, like I said, I was broke when you yeah. paying pay my bills. Um, you know, I think that. You know, I think that if you're if you're struggling and like you don't have money, like a like again, I, I t- talked earlier about like the idea of like work hard, like get out there, get out there and grind. Like there, there's always a way to make. There's money. a way to make money, like right, like there are so many ways to do it, and like you gotta be willing. Like something that this is a, this is a weird story. This is like kind of a tangent, but like something that one of my first bosses, uh, sales bosses in in tech sales, told me was. And this is like so dramatic, but like he basically was like, "Hey, if you were making a, a, a phone call, right, and you know, this is the thing about you're making like a cold call, like you have diabetes, and there's no one on the planet that has insulin but me, and you have to call me, and you have to convince me to give you that insulin. How hard would you try on that phone call to get that insulin when it was like a life or death situation? And like that's something that's like always stuck with me. It's like, dude, like that's the level of like I can go that hard in anything, mm-hmm. right? If like I I, I need it." You need, like, like, and you almost have to have that yeah. high of a drive towards whatever it is you want. Yeah, and so, like, I think yeah. I'm trying to relate that over, like, hey, like, you need some cash, like, and it's not going well, like, hey, you gotta be willing to, like, yeah, and get it. Totally. Like, um, and, you know, I'm just, like, you know, I think to Abby's point, like, stay organized, right? Like, what, 
what's coming in, what's going out, right? <clears throat> you can live on, like, not very much money. Like, I've done this. Like, mm-hmm. you, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. All your friends are going to be out going out and doing all sorts of totally. shit and going, going out and drinking at the, at the bar or whatever, having a good time, partying, whatever, and, like, yeah, you're not, and, like, that sucks, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, like, eating, like, ramen noodles every night, right? But if you want stuff you've never had, you got to be willing to do stuff you've never done. So Preach. Like, no, but wow, period. yeah, you can't you can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results. Bingo. So if you continue to do things that you know don't make you happy or not giving you the result that you're wanting to achieve, you gotta make some changes, whatever that looks like for you. So even if it just starts with maybe you're eating in more, you're not eating out as much. What Abby said is so important because if you're not taking the time to look at this, like the money, like you need to know what your means are. Mm-hmm. If you aren't looking at your money and you're not looking at like how much you actually spend each month, you don't know. So like money means nothing to you. You have to figure out a concept of money and you also need to figure out your relationship with money. I think there's a lot of, I think your childhood has a lot to do with it. Kind of like the way that you look at money and stuff for sure. So like making sure that you don't live in a scarcity mindset also. And like understand that like you can have huge things and like big things, but you just have to allow it. Cause a lot of times you can have a negative connotation with money and not even realize that you have it. So, yeah, preach. Also, I think even if you come from money, like like Alex said, money comes and goes. Don't be naive. Like, figure out what it is. Pay, still pay attention. Totally, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. When you're up, you're up, but when you're down, <laughs> you're on the ground. Okay? But you'll be back up again. You no, know, you'll you be back, get back up. A hundred percent. But I think I, I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> you never gotta keep me down. I want to take a moment to talk about that because I think. Everybody, Alex is laughing. I think everybody can relate to that. Money's not an amazing topic, and I, I think everyone's talking about it more because whenever the things you're not talking about, how are you? You know what I mean? You have to talk about them. Yeah, everyone's no. struggling with like a million different things. You know what I mean? So that's what this is all about here. So I just stopped recording for like two seconds, and Alex said that money is such a taboo thing. Say what you just said. Yeah, I just said it's, it's, it's weird. It's like it's like the most like taboo like don't talk about a topic out there right in general conversation or like but for what why like everybody's literally trying to make a bunch of money like that is literally the point like it's literally a mistress like you know you have one but like you're not going to talk about it but it's like like, for what i don't have a mistress by the way but like like 100 percent, everyone has it so like why wouldn't i want to know like hey abby what are you doing because like especially here's what i really want really 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 want to like nail into the ground here don't take advice from anyone that you actually like Look at their lives. Where are they at? Are they actually successful financially? If they're not, do not take their advice, okay? This comes to a relationship as well. You want relationship advice? So do not be asking the person that's bouncing back and forth, no shade, in between toxic relationships and, like, they're staying in a place that just isn't good for them. Mm-hmm. You need to be asking people that you are looking at and you're admiring, whether they're single or whether they're not, but just making sure it's something that you would want for yourself. Yeah. Before, because if you ask someone who's just not in a good place financially, you're not gonna get great advice. And I think it's just unfortunately too, it's just in like the today's like age generation, right? Like social media, whatever. Like, there's a lot of people out there giving Sorry, their advice people. and giving their opinions on on everything. Totally. Right? And you just need, you know, the the right person for 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 one person might be somebody completely different for somebody, you know, for yeah, the next person, totally. right? Like, everybody just has to find the right people. But like, I, I would say like. You know, inspect what you expect, right? Like, like look at like, 
who you're taking advice from. Yeah. Right? Is that the type of life that you want? Yeah. And this goes right hand in hand with you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So that can be scary for some people. That can be really scary. And I'm going to be honest, that's been scary Think for about me. That. That's been really <laughs> scary for me. Periods of my life. Wow. Life. That's been really scary for me sometimes. Okay. But think about that. Because the people that you're spending the time with, whether it's in person or whether it's social media that you're consuming, whatever you're consuming is what you're going to bring outward. Like wherever your energy goes, your focus goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're putting all your energy into viewing a lot of bad advice on the internet and you're like, oh, this is great advice. I'm going to take that. Just be mindful of what you're putting in your brain because everything you're putting into your brain is actually becoming a part of your conscious, I think. Because wow. I notice that with myself, even with like podcasts and stuff, I just yeah. notice it. It becomes a part of like the way that you think. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's very important. Okay, it's very important. So if you have people in your life that aren't that awesome, or maybe you know they're bringing you down, get them out later. All right. This next question is just for Alex. What was your reaction when Abby said she was pregnant? Well, oh, I, I was very happy. Um, I mean, it was definitely it's it's a shock too, right? Like. Regardless of if you're trying or not, that's, totally. like, that's like a big like moment in your life. Hundred like, percent. Your entire life is literally about to change, but I was excited. I wanted to. <laughs> Abby, what's your favorite thing about your toddler? Oh my gosh, how smart <laughs> and creative he is. He's just like the best. He, it's just like talking to a little mini us, and he is the best. He's just really sweet and kind. Mm-hmm. I could say all he the really things. is. He's just like the best parts of like the both of us, yeah. Us, right, and like he's just so cool to hang out with. It's so fucking cool to see you mm-hmm. can learn stuff. Totally, mm-hmm. and get smarter it is so cool. No, but even for me, like any time that I mean, he grows so quick. It's like yeah, everything. Like and so so fast. So even before you guys moved, any time that I wouldn't like, I would come over. It'd be like a few weeks later. I'm like, what? Like, you're saying this, you're doing this. It's just wild to see. But, like, yeah, he's the best. 100%. Like, he's a little human. He's a little adult human. The best. He um, had his first sleep tonight in his big boy bed. Yes, and so. he did so good. <laughs> he did um, not love it at first, and definitely... <laughs> no, he loved it too much. He loved it too he was, much. He was, he was excited to be in it. He's now currently... Sleeping, passed out, spread the opposite side of the way you're supposed to sleep in it, and just living his best life. Little angel boy. Next one. Most rewarding part of being a dad, Alex, and then mom for you. Oh, wow. This is going to be tough. Um, There's nothing on the planet like a little hug. Again, there's the hug thing again. Mm -hmm. Coming back up, right? (laughs) But it's so... It's awesome. To, like a little hug or to see your kid smile mm-hmm. is like the best, the best feeling literally on the planet. It's so cool. Um, but I would say beyond that, like just in some ways it's like scary, but like just like this responsibility to like raise a good little human, you know, and like. Abby burped and I, cr- I cracked my ankle at the same time and I thought you were looking at me for that reason but I was like you definitely burped I'm so sorry I was, to play it off. I was just going to roll right through it uh, I don't even uh, yeah I don't know just, just having the responsibility of like raising a child is wild and um, the more time you put into it the more you get out of it 
right? And like that yeah. is so cool yeah. too. And just I don't know. Sometimes you just you're just like vibing with your little guy. Yeah, he's my favorite. It is just so cool. I don't know. I think just seeing him have good experiences, whether that be like just us playing hide and go seek, or us like <laughs> painting pumpkins, or us taking him to like we've taken him to Disney World, or like mm-hmm. to a park, or like even to the grocery stores. Last watching him have experiences, you know he's loving. Mm-hmm. That's so rewarding. That's like you want to high five yourself. Because you're doing a great job. Yeah. I mean, you both are doing awesome It's so jobs. cool just to see him have, like, fun. Yeah. He's, it's like, awesome. love to see him excited about something. Next one. What was the biggest challenge you've experienced in being a mom, dad? My biggest challenge. biggest challenge is patience. I really think I am a patient. Well, <laughs> I'm somewhat a patient person, and I'm somewhat not. But just having the patience of, like, like you want to be frustrated because like he's screaming and he's not getting it and you have to remember that he's a toddler mm-hmm. and of course he's not getting it but mm-hmm. like it's a lot and like you're dealing with a lot and you're at work all day and then like just the patience of like understanding that he is feeling all of his Alex has always reminds me of this he's feeling all of these things for the first time which was a wild yeah. feeling Honestly. and experience that's, that's so crazy. scary so just being patient and understanding that like He's just navigating how to feel, and even mm-hmm. though, like, I'm overstimulated, like, yep. it's not personal. I just think Absolutely. it's like, you know, like, we still, I'm, you know, in my mid-30s, and, like, it's like, you know, like, I still have trouble sometimes dealing with emotions, right? Like, imagine, Absolutely. like, the first or, like, third or fifth or tenth, like, even whatever yeah. time you're feeling it, like, it's hard. That's a good but, point. You know, what, do you, what do you do? Um, this one's kind of just, like, a broad one, but just... I love my son more than anything, but just how much your life, like, just changes. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Your life is just so different. And you just have to, I just think it's important to be, like, ready for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be really ready for, like, the journey you're you're about to embark on. And, and, you know, sometimes, like, things happen and people, like, get pregnant, whatever, you know, you have kids and you weren't really planning it. But, like, hey, like, when it happens, like, it is awesome. Mm -hmm. It is such a cool experience, like, if you, like, really embrace it. But, like, buckle up because like shit is fucking different you can still do things that you used to love to do or things but they just look different yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's just different yeah Mm -hmm. you absolutely you can still be the same person you were before yeah you can still do those things but you know i mean to a degree right you're not gonna be going like if you're somebody like goes out like seven nights a week like that's that's fine right but like you know uh you know you can still you just have to be aware that things are just gonna be a little bit different Right? Maybe on Saturdays when you used to drink like 15 beers, maybe you should drink like eight. Let's just like chill out a little bit. Four. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can wake up like really early tomorrow and no, take care of a kid. Totally. Right? So. No, 100%. I think also even like from a friend perspective, thinking of ways, like think about how if you, if you don't have kids that your friends have kids, like things change for them. So knowing how to kind of change your friendship in ways where it works for everyone to a certain degree. So, like, being mindful of the sacrifices they have to make and finding ways to incorporate their baby into plans if that mm-hmm. isn't something that you're used to, which is okay if it's not. But, like, if it's not, it's not normal. But just think about it because yeah. it is I mean, it's reality. It can't speak for all parents, but that is something that's, like, so important, I think. So, so important. Just, like, it, it is, like, huge for, like, people who are parents to have friends that, like, want to engage and, mm-hmm. like, and, like, understand that, like, life is different, right? Like, you know, and, like, we always say a lot, like, we're the ones that chose to have a child, right? And, like, 
that's not anybody else's fault, mm-hmm. right? But like, so you know, we're not going to change like their uh, their you know what they want to do and how they want to spend their time. But like, absolutely, if they want to spend time with us, they need to understand that like things are going to be different. Absolutely, so I think it's important. Like, you have to show up. Like, as a mom, you need to show up for your friends and like. Maybe it's not the exact same way, but still a similar way. And as a friend, you need to understand that things are going to look different for your new mom friend. Absolutely. And, like, embrace that new part of them. Because if you don't, then it is going to be hard to have a friendship. And, like, your friendship evolves as their life involves with a baby. And that's normal. That's life. And you're eventually possibly going to have babies as well, even Mm -hmm. if you're not on that same page. So, like... It's just normal. And I think also if that person really matters to you, like their baby's going to be like a huge part of your life as well. You know what I mean? So it's just be mindful of that because I know right off the bat if it is something, if you're not used to it, just really be thinking of it a little bit or try to because it might not be something that comes natural because you haven't had to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of think about it too. This is like a quick side thing because you said this, but like I'm like friends now as an adult with like some of my parents, like friends that I've known since I was like a kid. Uh Right? Like. You know, if I were to think about, like, I don't know, like, Mike and Rick Averson. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, like, I could go, like, talk to them. You know, yeah. like, whenever. I could just go, I could work in their house and just mm-hmm. hang out if I wanted to, right? Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, you, you as know. an adult, yeah, like, Mark and Brenda for me. Like, those t- are, like, 100%. my parents' friends that are, like, totally. literally my family. Yeah, like, like, you're you're going to be Grayson's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, so it's, like, worth it, I think, from a friend perspective to invest the time. Because, like, this is going to be somebody that will, like, mm-hmm. like, you'll get to watch Grow too, and, like, you'll get to be a, experience that, and, like, mm-hmm. you'll probably have a completely different relationship with them, too. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really awesome. cool like, experience. you'll be a pivotal role in their life. 100%. Exactly. Like, when Grayson's sure. a high schooler and he's just pissed off at mm-hmm. us, he can call you. I'm going to be like, listen, dude. What do you need? <laughs> okay? What do you need? What do I got to do? Do I have to yeah. fight someone? I'll fight someone. He's like, yeah, my dad. I'll be like, listen, I will fight him. <laughs> This one is, who changes more diapers? Wow. Alex and I <laughs> have a very unique situation, and I'm very thankful for this, but we are 50-50 parents. Like, it's not the sense where, like, I have to ask him to babysit the kid. So, like, I would say we both change our fair share of diapers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that either of us changes more than the other. Yeah, I think that, like, the general perception is that, like, the wife or the mom or you know whatever should should do that but like what hey, I, i'm busy too early enough mm-hmm. too like i you know earlier on in my life or, you know whatever like i didn't really want to have kids that much like i didn't i didn't think that was gonna be like the thing but like by the time we had grayson like i wanted kids like mm-hmm. i wanted to be a dad like and like being a dad is all of it it's not like the stuff that you choose to want to do being a dad mm-hmm. like be there for your kids right you just get to know them so much more too yeah like, you for know, sure like you said, the relationship you have with them is just so much like deeper i always see that obviously but i think like so many people it's not that way you know anymore it's, it's like it's like it's not. Definitely not yeah and it should be so i love hearing this perspective and i obviously see it with you guys but it's like it should be yeah because you're connected to your baby yeah, I mean, they're not everybody's always yeah. invested as invested initially, right? No, and, and also like, it and doesn't like have to be like exactly yeah, 50, 50 but like show up Whatever or works. like do what works in your relationship. Yeah, right? but like, still like fine. make Absolutely. the effort. Like, yeah, yeah, I've changed a shit ton of diapers though. No pun intended. Yeah, this one is for Alex only. From seeing Abby become a mother for the first time, what is your perspective on how hard it is to be a mother? Oh wow. God. I'm interested. Abby's in this head will get my drink. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, sit my beer. It would be hard because, like, not only does she have to like 
be the emotional support for like our child like Grayson is he loves being around me he loves hanging out with me but like not in the same way that he loves being around Ed and like wants to hang out with her like he wants to party with me he wants to like wrestle he mm-hmm. wants to like be like rough and tumble he wants to be like a boy and like you know he's like way more physically mean to me than he is to you <laughs> for sure um, but like when he needs like cuddles or like he's feeling upset or some type of way mm-hmm. or like you know he, he has something going on like he goes to app and mm-hmm. like you know not only does she have to be like the emotional support there but she has to be like the emotional support for like me mm-hmm. and uh, you know like she just has to hold a lot and like also in most cases be the emotional support for her mm-hmm. right like for her herself so I would say that that um, yeah probably that all right, last question. So from being married pre-baby to now obviously being post-baby, has your love changed for each other in any way or has it stayed the same? Or has it evolved? I think it's evolved for me. I think that's like a type of love to see the person you love with the baby that you guys have created out of love. Be loved is just like an overwhelming feeling. Mm-hmm. I think that I... You love people in their different seasons of life, and this goes with loving people as they grow and loving and being excited for them. Like, I loved Alex when it was just the two of us because we were in our... We were... Obviously, we knew each other, but, like, really getting to know each other phase and really just that portion of our life. And now, like, we know who each other are, are and, like, so we're like in the... That, that portion of life, right? Like, doing experiences and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like, traveling just like, and just living that single just life. Like and now life it's, out. like... We're in the settle down period or season of our life Mm -hmm. and just seeing him just like so good with G and like so good with, you know, me and G and just everything like that. It is an overwhelming amount of love, Mm -hmm. but I think that's just because like love builds on each other as you go through the seasons together because you're taking on new challenges. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I really have too much to add to that. I think that it's just, you know, it's just kind of a situation where you don't feel like you can like love somebody more right but like somehow you just do mm-hmm. right? and oh. like you know you just that's sweet i mean it's just it's just true realistically like you just see people <laughs> i don't know just seeing you like similar to what you just said with me but like just seeing you with g and just like the way you smile at him and like mm-hmm. the way you look at him right and like just the way you care about him. like i don't know it's just mm-hmm. a fucking cool feeling it's yeah. always growing yeah hey it's always growing as it's going we are growing right, as love we're going. anything. So I'm glad that we got to kind of talk about that because I feel yeah. like you guys just opened up a lot of things for people everywhere. We did. And listen, we're not perfect and we are literally figuring it out a day at a time. It's not always sunshine and rainbows, mm-hmm. but... It's how we, you look at those days and where you find the sunshine and the rainbows. Yeah. You can find it in your freaking cereal. I think it's so important that everybody says that. Your like, public coffee. You know, I think it can sound like, when you're listening to it, like, oh, wow, these, these two, they, 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 they like, they got it going. Out. Like, n- <laughs> no, not really. Like, you know, like, we're... we're they do. We're, I'm not, yeah. I'm going to be honest. They, they ways, do, do. From an outside perspective, from someone who knows them very well. Yeah. But they it's taken us a long job. time to get here. For sure. Hey, that, I understand that. And it's, like, constant you're work. Grown. It's not just, like, a thing yeah. that happens, right? Like, you yeah. know, it's something that you always have to be, you know, constantly, like, you know, intentional about, you know... Just life. Right? Just life. Being an adult, like... My last question for both of you is just a little fun little thing. Um, mental health tip of the week that you could give. You each can give a different one. Like something that you would challenge or just like something that you like that you do for your mental health that you think might be helpful for someone in the week coming up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go kind of in a different direction. Okay. So, 
This is something. Whatever this you is want. Like a like a this is like an Instagram clip thing that I read uh, that, that I saw. Mm-hmm. We talked about a book, right? And I went and found this book too. And I read this, but it's this guy. He's talking about it. And he's like, hey, I read this like clip from um, the. Or I read this expert from the the horse, the mole, the fox, and the boy, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember like what the exact the title is, but basically it's just talking about like. It's like I'm just laughing at Abby's face. I'm so lost. It's like a series of like little I, stories, right? I know. I, I think I might have heard this before, but it's and been a very long time. The horse, the boy, they're out. They're in the woods. They get like lost in the woods. It's super. It's, it's dark. It's super overgrown. They don't know what to do. Um, and the boy looks at the horse and he's like, you know, I I, I can't see the way out. And the horse says, well, can you see your next step? And the boy says, yes. And the horse says, well, then just take that, right? And mm-hmm. I just okay. think that, like, from a life perspective, like, everything, Love when you that. look at, like, the grand perspective, the grand journey, the grand story, whatever, like, it, it's overwhelming. But I think that if you can, like, what's the next thing you need to do Ooh. to get there? Like, mm-hmm. just do that. Hey, that's an amazing advice for mental health. You named four things, but then at the end it was only two things. <laughs> it's just the, the fuck you, no, no. But I absolutely. It was just I the got, horse and the boy. Yeah, yeah, the was, what happened that, to the that just, That's what the book is called. Oh, okay. Oh. But then the book, I think, if I, is like a, is like a series of short stories. Got, got it. Got it. it. Got it. I was got thinking the same it. way, but I, I realized I was like, I was just like, yes, I, I get it. But I, I also, wrong. I don't really know. I, I was, was wondering where the fox and the yeah, mole went. Was... Watch the Instagram clip. Who knows, right? Yeah. No, but I love that. I love that. That was like one of the ones where you hit save yes. like, 100%. Watch that one. 100%. Yeah, okay. I love that. For me, my mental health tip of the week is say no. Yeah. Just say no. That one's way more money than mine. Just no? like, yeah, that one is so, <laughs> so simple. Like, you don't want to go say no. You don't want to take that meeting say no. You don't want to help someone say no. You don't really need to give them an, an excuse either. Like, if you're don't not feeling it, don't force yourself to do it. Period. Straight up, nobody else's opinion or view on your life or what they have to say matters. No. It's not their life. They have no idea. No. And also, would they want your life? And would you want... You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. They probably wouldn't. If everybody in the group, like, threw their problems into the middle, I bet you'd be, like, pumped to take the ones that you threw in back. True. That's a good way of saying it. That is really true. That is true. Wow. That was also real? an Instagram clip. Not gonna I love that. it. That was a, that was Big a, brain that was a UFC moment. fighter talking about it. I love it. That was another one. It's like, well, so hit the save button on that. Here's mine. I don't know if you've heard this one. This is also like an Instagram clip type of thing. Yeah. Every single morning when you wake up, is it going to be day one or one day? Bingo. It's Whoa. like, are you going to do this one day or is today going to be day one? Whatever that looks like for you. Whether you want to get into the gym and it's something that's like super, super hard for you to do and you don't want to go or whatever it may be, whatever you're struggling with, you always, like he said, can just put one small step and that is the biggest thing. There's always one small thing to make your life a little 10% better each day. It could be so tiny. It could be you just walking out and getting your mail and checking your mailbox. Whatever it is, something that you haven't been doing, try to incorporate that because it's going to be day one. Millennials are listening to check your fucking mailbox. <laughs> check full your of shit. mailbox. Probably jam full That of was stuff. such a random thing that I gave you. Check, check your, your mailbox. Or you're a millennial. You check the mailbox every day. I understand that, but most people <laughs> don't look at their fucking mailbox. Oh my god, really? I try. Jam full of stuff. I, I will go out there. I try to make it a daily thing, if not every other day, especially because I always get mail. But I will not check the mail if I'm not expecting a exactly package. Exactly my point. This is literally my point. <laughs> Same. What about like your emails though? That sucks. Oh, no, I don't. Emails, you have to make hey, it a daily thing though. At that, no, it gets no, 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 no. For me, 
If you need me, you have my phone number. So yeah. if no, you expect me to work, answer an email, for work or if you get, do you get emails for work or anything? Oh, I have to check my work email. That's what I'm saying. It's a pain in the butt. But mind. sometimes if I come back from being out of town, I'm like, again, if it's an emergency, you'll hit me up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for that double. I'm waiting for that double email. I'm gonna go ahead and select all my friends. Hit me Brad. with the yeah. double text. Hit me with the best shot. Sure. And Michaela, I have a question for you. Yeah. So, um, oh. you've been doing the, the podcast now for for a while, right? Almost grow, a year. Grow as you Almost know, a year. Right? In wow. November. What would you say is, like, one of the biggest things, like, you've learned uh, throughout this process of, like, going through and doing a podcast and having, like, followers and having people reach out to you for advice or questions or whatever? Like, how have you grown? That's oh, my God. So many ways. That was such a good question. Honestly, in so many ways, I think growing as I've been going has been, like, the overall theme, but obviously that's an easy thing to say. Um... I would say the biggest thing I've learned since having followers and that type of thing, to be honest with you, is that like you need to learn how to take a minute for yourself and not feel like you always need to be on and always feel like you need to be doing the things that you did to get you to where you're at. So like taking a step back is something that I've had to like get used to and just like taking that time to build yourself and your future self up because it's easy if you don't have that time set aside for yourself to be putting it into like a million things and then you don't have a second for yourself actually so even if you have all this alone time you don't have beneficial alone time that's actually helping you Mm -hmm. you always feel ran down you always feel like you're stressed out Mm -hmm. you always feel like you're not sleeping enough you know what I mean so um I would say for me I feel like (laughs) what (laughs) just the way you raised your voice I I just feel like taking a minute getting used to like taking a minute for myself and not feeling like that's a selfish thing to do because that's like the least selfish thing you can do is it's important giving yourself a second even if you don't want to because it can be hard when you really like doing things like i love doing this so it's hard because i always want to work i feel like i'm doing things but it's like all this work isn't good if you don't have rest everything needs to be balanced so i think that's what i'm trying to say work also needs rest and periods to just like watch movies do things that make you happy hobbies that you like to do exploring your city getting out there always forcing yourself out of your comfort zone that's the best thing because if you get too comfortable in your comfort zone it is a danger zone because you're not growing and you're not going to want to force yourself out of your comfort zone anymore because it's going to seem too scary so always just kind of staying in that uncomfortability is like the best thing i think it's a good answer i like that thank you Thank you for coming to the pod. Thank you for coming to the pod. No, but for real, thank you for coming on. I love you guys so much. Thanks for bringing me here. I can't wait to hang out with you all weekend. We have a weekend ahead of us, and I'm so excited for it. I've needed it in the worst way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I will see you next Monday. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Thank you. Cal- <laughs> Callie says it, too. They're dog. Love you. Bye. Bye.